Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, it's good to be back here in the studio, uh, Pastor Corey, recording yet another podcast for our faithful listeners, both of them. <laughs> we have more than two, I think. You're right. And we proved it this week. How, how did because, we prove it? Well, last week we did a, a special joke, uh, I guess it was a joke Extravaganza. Podcast, a joke extravaganza. <laughs> we told pie jokes, not P-I-E as in the kind you eat, but P-I as yes. in the irrational it number that, that is celebrated yes, on March, March 14th. 14th. Mm-hmm. And we told... I think we had a few Jonah jokes. Yeah. Uh, they weren't particularly Jonah jokes, great. pirate jokes, fish pirate jokes. jokes yeah. and, and then uh, St. Patrick's Day green Irish jokes. Irish yeah. jokes. And we asked the listeners if they would respond and tell us whose jokes were the best. We did. And, and we, did. we got some feedback from the audience. So we, it, was, it, was, it was a contest of sorts. Uh, do you have the official tally there, Tim? I, I, see, I, I see you... you Took notes or something. I did. I, I went back because sometimes we do these things and we forget to go back and report to the audience. Or no I one comments. I, I, I didn't want to mess it up this time. Okay. And I didn't count my own vote. You uh, voted for yourself. I, I voted for myself just to be funny. I, you, um, if you run for president, you can vote for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. But so I, I, think, I didn't really think my jokes were necessarily great. I just did it for fun. But, okay. Um, so I'm going to throw that out. But I didn't see Tim Seavers. I see. No, it showed. I did it as the church. I, oh, under the cloak. I, right, under the cloak. The whole the church, church voted yes, for the Tim. The whole church voted for me, right? So Palouse Federated Church votes for Tim. Tim. That's fine. Um, so, no, I, I'm not counting that. Okay. But we got uh, three votes uh, for me and uh, one vote for two of your jokes. Uh, one person voted that two of your jokes were the best. So, uh, uh, yeah. so I'm going to count that for two and say it was 3-2, basically. Oh, okay. Um, That's kind of a sympathy vote for me. to make A little bit of a sympathy vote. Because otherwise uh, it's a landslide, 3-1. to one. <laughs> Yeah, well... Now, I, I see one of those votes, they thought it was funny because I didn't get one of your jokes. I would like to claim that as my vote. Well, you can try to claim that <laughs> as your vote. But, I, I appeal but my to favorite the was the joke that went completely over Corey's head. Right. That was so. a joke in itself that it was funny that I, yeah. I, I, I pretended and, not to get and it. And your wife Actually, voted. Actually, I didn't get it because I wasn't listening very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> and your wife voted for one of my favorite jokes that I did retell from the last time, which was uh, What's Irish Patio and stays, stays, out, stays Out All Night or whatever. Patio yeah. Furniture. That is just. That's a good joke. It's a good joke. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. And so thanks, it, mom, for voting for me. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. So if you uh, if you're interested in having a little bit of fun, you might go back and look for. The Actually, podcast. I think my mom voted for you, didn't she? I you know I think she did. I might have missed. You know what? I think she did too. She did. Oh, you she know she, you. she vote on your page. I didn't go and check on your page and see well, the comments. Isn't this my mom right there on your notes? That's my mom. Oh, that's your mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that was another vote for the bus joke that I didn't get that you didn't get and she said it made her laugh out loud wow that's cool that I didn't get it or the joke yes all of it it's cool (laughs) that you didn't get it it's cool that it made her laugh okay uh, laughing is part of what we're I find it strange that your dad's not on there. Your mom. I, 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 I It's kind of absent of Michiganers. Um, is that the name? The, the peoples? Well, over there, the, Michiganers. You know There's a great debate. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up 
No, it was it was Michigander, is I, what they said. I, I don't want to spend too much but, time but on But some the people don't like... There was... Some <laughs> Michigander. Michigander. Oh, that's terrible. And, uh, and, so, and then some people say Michiganian. Oh, that's Neith, awful. Neither of them are particularly yeah. appealing. But I guess Washingtonian or... I think you should go with Michigangsters. Michi- no, I don't think... <laughs> That's like, That's it's awesome. like people who live in Spokompton. Yes, Michigangsters. Like Michigangsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll throw that up for you. Yeah, we got a gangster outside oh, trying yeah, Tracy to Lays. distract us. Yeah. It, it, Must be lunchtime. Is, oh, is it lunch? <laughs> Do you have lunch for him? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, we should dive into our podcast. Do you want to yeah. say hi? Or are you just going to stand there? Hello, everybody. Did you did you vote for Tim on the... We're talking about Yes, the, I did, because... The joke that went totally over your head was hilarious. Which joke was that? The uh, about driving the bus. Uh, and you yeah. were like, "Can you but tell you it again?" You do for drive us? a bus, Tim, and he was Can like, you... "That's the joke, Corey." I don't even remember the joke. I, I, I didn't remember either. I was, I remember, but people liked it. People so. liked it, and then they, yeah, thought it was funny that I also. It was didn't your get reaction it. that made it the best. Oh, okay. see, so oh, that's a vote for me then, right? Well, no, it was no, his joke, was but joke. but made it the best. <laughs> I heard that I, my, so that might be a vote for me. It was his joke though. I I'll voted for you, the joke. I will, oh, okay. I will give up half a point. No, <laughs> I'm so not taking no charity half a point. <laughs> Two and a half to one and a half. Now <laughs> I got slaughtered in the joke competition, but that's okay. That's it was okay. fun, it was. and we did it for fun. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, what are we what are we doing next? Uh, Your wife's still standing. Jonah, here. Did, did, where, did, did you uh, you have a something I'm going you need to tell? Have pizza. Oh, that's what oh. I was going to tell. Well, we'll be wrapped up here in fifteen minutes. Yeah, and yeah. Tim could join you potentially. So. Perhaps. We'll yeah. See. So yeah, <laughs> have a fun we pizza. Are, uh, at the Congress, I assume, down oh, on okay. Main and little, Bridge in Palouse. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. And they don't even pay for that. That's no, awesome. No, that was free. That was free. Yeah, for all you Michigangsters out there. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, We're moving on. Moving on. So, so it is, uh, that was fun last week with Jonah and, and Pi and, and St. Patrick's Day, but uh, we are in the middle of Lent, we are uh, a season of the church year, and that leads up to Easter. And uh, Jonah is the book that we're studying, and so we don't want to uh, neglect that for too long. Right. Uh, but we have some other events that we're doing as part of Lent. Um, Pastor Corey, do you want to tell us a little sure. bit about our Lent soup suppers? So we're having Wednesday night soup suppers through Holy Week, so the week before Easter, which is April twenty first this year, Resurrection right. Sunday. Some people call it Easter. We call it Resurrection Sunday. Uh, so we'll have soup suppers on Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock. Everybody is welcome, not just the people who bring soup. Yeah. Everybody, anybody uh, can come to that. Doesn't You don't have to worship at our church. Um, we've been having people share their their fish stories. Actually, more than a fish story, more than a fish tale. Um, Waming Newman shared last week. Tim, you shared last night. I think I you remember probably. I do. Hopefully. And uh, those are recorded... Um, Tim, yours was slightly longer than Wa Ming's. So yeah, if you listen yeah. to Wa Ming's, you need to budget about five times as much time to listen to Tim's, maybe. Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, it, both of them were good. Different stories, different ways God worked in their life. Uh, but some similarities, too. So um, check those out, PalouseChurch.org or Facebook. Have they been launched yet? Has yes. Yours yeah, been launched? Both, okay. both up. So check that out. Um one, let's just highlight one um, upcoming event is our Palm Sunday, which is April 14th, just around the corner, really. Uh, on Palm Sunday, we'll have our normal worship on, on Sunday morning, but we will have an evening dinner 
at six o'clock? Yeah, five o'clock for dinner. Five o'clock? Yes. Five o'clock for dinner? Yeah. Five o'clock dinner with a six o'clock talent show. That's right. It's a Palm Sunday pancake supper and talent show. and Extravaganza. It, it's a lot of fun. It uh, is. Tim and I are going to do a live podcast recording and maybe tell some jokes and um, so forth. And it should be fun. Last year, we screwed up our podcast recording. Yeah, that was and funny. it was so it was... funny. And uh, not just because of us, but audience interaction and... And it didn't. We didn't get to post all of it because of <laughs> because of some stupid I did with the. But anyway, yeah, um, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna show our talent, but to there's gonna be ourselves. real talent there. Yeah, yeah, and this singing is not and, real and no, not really. Yeah. I don't know if this is a talent. I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if our joke telling is either. Frankly, mm, no, probably okay. not. But it's fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like you said, real talent, singing, uh, maybe some. Kids dance sometimes, poetry, who knows what. Yeah. If you have a talent, you, there's plenty of time to sign up because we really haven't started signing people up until this week. This week, yeah. So uh, let's so, move on. Yeah. Let's move on to Jonah, unless you got something else, Tim. No, no. You I, got a poetry book there. I did. Is that a book recommendation you want to make to people? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. It, it's a, it costs a buck twenty-five. Uh, it looks well, like. back uh, in 1960... <laughs> uh, it's a it's a poetry book called You Jonah with exclamation marks after the word yes. you and after the word Jonah by Thomas John Carlyle. And you don't spell Carlyle with a Y in this case. You spell it with an I S. Yeah. So a silent S in there. But uh Thomas John Carlyle. It is a great little poetry book. If you don't want to buy it, uh, you can go online and sh- and uh you can find a lot search of them just searching for Jonah Poetry. Carlisle, Thomas John Carlisle, some really good poems. Who knows, Tim may read some of them today. I might. That's yeah. why you have it, I'm assuming. I, I did in case we wanted to. I, I, I picked a, a couple short... for our well, section. That okay, cool. Be appropriate. So. so our section is Jonah 2. Yeah. Really the last verse of Jonah 1 and then all of Jonah chapter 2, which if you think, oh, there's those guys preaching whole chapters of scripture again. It's not very much. No. In our defense. It's not like a chapter in the book of Acts. This is very short. Yeah. And, and it's, it's poetry. It so is poetry. You know how it's even shorter because the lines, the words don't go all the <laughs> yeah. way to the end of the page, yeah. you know, because they're, this what do they true. call those? Costanzas? Costanzas. Oh, I mean, st- <laughs> uh, so, stan- uh, stanzas. But so they, they um, yeah, it, it, but it's poetry, so it makes you think. And it it's in the part of the story where Jonah, he's been thrown into the sea and then you know, verse we, we brought everybody to the precipice last week, right? And then we didn't then do we, what we know. We know what's coming next, but we had to stop and wait until this week, right? And, so, and yeah. you've just been sitting on pins and needles, wondering what's, what's going to happen to Jonah. Yeah, you've never heard the story. Right? Yeah. So he's been thrown overboard, and I just want you to know that the unexpected happened. He got swallowed by a great fish, and not by accident. Not by not accident. by accident. It says the Lord capital Lord, meaning Yahweh, appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. Wow. Yeah. And that is a wow. Don't you think? Yeah. Now, we don't know what depth he was swallowed up. I, I tend to think fairly far down because of how his poem is written, but we can talk about that. He was swallowed up. Does he write that uh, poem as he was sinking? Uh, this is an important question. Years. Yes, we need to talk about that. <laughs> and, and then it says he was in the belly of the fish. Ooh. Three days and three nights. Yeah. Then has this poem. Should I read the poem? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jonah 2. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish, saying, 
I called out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and all and excuse me, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, yet I shall again look upon your holy temple. The waters closed in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped about my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought me up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you, into your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah up upon the dry land. All right, that's chapter two. Yeah. 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 Poor Jonah. Poor Jonah. <laughs> vomited up. <laughs> hey. But, I mean, you know, if, I mean, he could be dead. He could be, yeah. So He's this not, is really better. Yeah. Um, he could have just stayed in the whale until he was, I don't know, whale compost or whatever. You, want, you know, yeah. just turned into blubber. <laughs> I don't know what happens to you. I, I don't know either, but it, it's... Uh, Somebody said it would have been like 108 degrees in there. That's pretty warm. Yeah. And that's a moist heat, right? It's a moist heat. You know, <laughs> sorry. It, it, is. Sorry, it is. It is. I don't see any way it's a dry heat no, in there. No, just, no. just, I hate humidity, especially yeah, whale belly humidity. Oh, yeah. You know? Gosh, Golly. I mean, that. But, yeah. but the poetry is really, I, I think it's strikingly beautiful. And it's really interesting um, the way that he describes going down to, you know, at the roots of the mountain, uh, which gives us feeling of being very deep in the ocean. and uh, Maybe even deeper. Maybe, yeah. In the Hebrew mind, at right. least, like in the waters that the earth kind of floats on, like he's yeah. just going down to the foundations of everything yeah yeah and then there's some really interesting connections to to some of the poetry from the psalms yeah um in the language and and so this isn't the only place where you find this language about the bars closing in around you these are not like again these are, these are not bars images, that you yeah. find on main street right. in our small no, towns no, no, no. These, yes I, yeah okay anyway uh um, anyway it's, it's the bars closed in, in on me and i couldn't drink anywhere <laughs> We digress. No. <laughs> the, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. You were saying something. No, no, I. You know, you ruined it for me, Corey. So you know, let's just. <laughs> but it's good imagery, it's right? Good imagery, right? And it gives you a real sense, I think, of what Jonah's feeling and thinking, and, yeah. and how God is speaking to him. And I think it's honest. I think he is coming to Very terms honest, with yeah. his running from God, and he's admitting his distress. Um, he is admitting that that this suffering he's going through it has been ordained or caused by God. He's he's saying, God, you threw me into this basically. Um, 
Now, we remember that it was Jonah that talked the sailors into throwing him overboard. And it was Jonah choosing to go the wrong direction that, that caused the storm in the first place or caused God to hurl the storm. But ultimately, I think Jonah's right that the storm is because God loves Jonah. And this book is about God trying to rescue and turn Jonah's life around. Yeah. And so Jonah's right that the storm is really caused by God. Um, you cast me into the deep, he says to God, into the heart of the seas. So that's pretty, that's an admittal, right? Kind yeah. of, it may sound like blame, but I think he's admitting the truth. He's there. recognizing God's sovereignty yeah. uh, over his life, yeah. And he's, he, at this point, it's weird because we're reading a poem that he maybe, he thought these things, but obviously the poem has to be formulated after the fact, right? right? Yeah, Unless yeah. we really think that Jonah formulated this poem and then memorized it in the belly of the whale. I, I think, I, I'll just say, I think he felt these things, thought about these things, and and then formulated the poem uh, when he post passed barf. down. Yeah, yeah. post yeah. <laughs> Yes, post When he, gosh, when he, when he passes on the story for the first time. Sure, yeah. When he's back to his hometown and he says, guys, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. You know, down at the local watering hole. Um, so he, um, yeah, just all kinds of imagery about the water uh, closing in over over him and being surrounded and weeds wrapped on his head. And and yet this, this imagery of as he's fainting away, my life was fainting away, verse 7, I remembered the Lord, or I remembered yeah. Yahweh. And my prayer came to you into your holy temple. And that's not the first time he mentioned the temple. If we go back to verse 4, he said, I am driven away from your sight, yet I shall again look upon your holy temple. So, holy temple is in this poem twice, and I don't think we should miss that, right? Um, that there, How could he have a hope that he's going to look upon the temple in Jerusalem? Um, and how does he know that his prayer reached God in God's temple. What do you mm. think? Yeah, gosh, that's... That, are you still processing that? Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about what you're saying there. Uh, yeah, I was... Um, the uh, And this is interesting because the temple, the actual temple in Jerusalem at this time, I, I think it's in ruins. Or it was, well, it was, not at this time. Not no. at this time? At the time that this is being commonly read when this was passed down orally from Jonah down to others. But then when this was read, when the Jews were in captivity, now Jonah was part of the Northern kingdom. And so they had false temples. So part of what he's admitting here is that the true temple and God's true presence is not with the kingdom that he was working for Jeroboam the second, but was indeed in Jerusalem and God is really real and in charge. And that's what should be, he, the true God should be worshipped, and all of this false worship with the northern tribes is garbage, is essentially what he's saying. But in addition to that, later readers um, who are reading this when the Jewish, this may be really boring to our listeners, but when the Jewish people were in captivity in Babylon, the, the temple was in ruins. And so when they read this, and when future generations of Jews read this, uh, after the temple was destroyed again later on, um, you know, they would have had to resonate with that. That, man, maybe one day we will look, a God, look again 
upon God's holy temple. And as Christians, we believe that ultimately Christ is that that holy presence of God, God in the flesh that we look upon. Um, Jonah didn't have that full revealing of God's plan, but he had a hope that God was in charge, as you said, sovereign, and that God had a plan. And that he had been following vain idols and counterfeit versions and thinking that he knew better than God. Like you clearly said last night in your testimony, you can't, you don't know better than God, right? You may think you do, but you don't, you know, you don't, you can't, you can't outsmart God. And, and when we do that, we're just paying attention to vain idols is is what Jonah says. So, Uh, so he, at the end, what is he, what's his closing words, Tim? Do you remember? See, see if you can. Oh, his big um, statement, you know. Says salvation belongs to the Lord. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it does. Yeah. You know? and, it's God's and, job. Yeah, and he relied, you know, and if he's going to be rescued from the belly of the fish, it's going to be because of God. And if he's going to be rescued in, in that eternal sense, uh, it's going to be because of God. Yeah. Th- this is the high point for Jonah, the character in this book, I think. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Like, he's just, his his heart seems to be turning the right direction. He seems like he God has God shown mercy to him and, and didn't allow him to die and, and has a plan for him. And Jonah gets it, gets God's heart, and, and God gives him a second chance and spits, you know, causes the whale to spit him out on land. And, and at this point, we could be thinking happy ending maybe yeah, like it he looks like it yeah he prophet has turned around and now all he's got to do is go do what god told him to do go to nineveh and and sort this all out yeah and it's going to end well yeah the suicide attempt suicide by sailor didn't work foiled yeah but there's more to come there's more to come that's right do you have a poem to close us out with oh, uh, boy. let me see about here. jonah in the belly of the fish i did have written by thomas john carlyle Publisher, what's the publisher on this book? Oh, Tim, it doesn't matter. You usually find the publisher on the spine. William, it's Erdman's. Erdman's, oh, Erdman's, yeah, okay. So, uh, this is called Inside the Sea Monster. I was as low as I could get when I remembered God. Odd that my distress impressed me with his apparent absence. When his premise daily presence hadn't meant a blessed thing. Finding myself in that hole with my soul fainting and rolling, with the swell of my swollen ego was enough to kill me good. Instead, I saw stars in the dark and started home on a welcome water spout. Hmm. All right. So there you have it. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, we I don't have much time. we got to close yeah, it we out. we got to close it out. Uh, thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Wishing you a blessed week. See you next time.